Hello, and welcome to Smash Loot and Roll. When we last left our quartet, they were in Trollskull Manor catching up on their separate journeys back to Waterdeep. Our unsuspecting adventurers were surprised to see four shadows of would-be patrons fall on their table. Unfortunately, the shadows were more sinister. Dark entities sent to attack our adventurers. Let's join Adrock, Bowden, Chip, and Kelgrace to see how they fare. Please enjoy episode 33, What Lurks in the Shadows. So when last we met... Does anybody remember no. when last we met? Not a word. <laughs> oh, nothing, nada. Oh, boy. Each of you guys got a uh, duo adventure, and uh, I'll let Ken fill you all in. I can't. I don't remember. I didn't read the whole thing. <laughs> you didn't read the whole thing. So after your guys' uh, encounter with Alexa out at the ritual site, you guys managed to stop the ritual um, that she was going to do that involved sacrificing several innocent people. You managed to save one of the individuals that was brought to the ritual site. The rest of them were surprisingly rescued by what you later learned was house grail hounds had sent a group out to intercept the uh, unknown part, the, the group of uh, kidnappees and rescue them for some reason. Uh, in the process, you managed to rescue one of uh house grail hounds employee uh, employees. And along with the captured werewolf, the, rescued sacrifice and the uh rescued mercenary the four of you decided it would be a good idea that two of you head back to water deep first while the other two escort three the three uh individuals back so kel grace and adrock took one of the flying griffins and flew into water deep and learned a few things about flying into water deep and then they proceeded to have a shopping a day of shopping and a, a night at the opera where they actually met a uh now what was a member a member of the rangers not uh, not uh, a uh not a spy master but uh intel an information collector that offered you guys a challenge to go to a party that was going to happen uh at that point in time about seven days from that point which is now effectively five days away go to a party and help them identify any dark any dark elves that might be attending the party he worked for the State Department. Yeah, he works for the State Department. I actually forgot the gentleman's name, but I'll I'll look that up for you guys. Meanwhile, Chip and Bowden escorted the three back successfully into Waterdeep. They spent the night at one of the road inns on the northern road, uh, and is, then proceeded to allow the werewolf prisoner they had, the one of Alexa's bodyguards, to return back to the Castellanters estate. They while, also while being followed. While being followed, they they followed him back. Tommy, who was part of the House Grailhounds, had quickly made his departure at some point known, and uh, you guys also successfully es escorted the one of the kidnappees back to their back to her family. You guys had all met up back up at the Trollskull Manor uh, to find it, you know, construction going. You guys have been gone for a couple about four or five days total. Found construction well on its way. Rainier's kept his promise to invest your workers. The three squatters that you found originally at the at the uh, manor when you guys took possession of it become a good group of workers. Uh, uh, Poe has actually brought in his sister to be the cook for the uh, man for the tavern because uh, the other three, their cooking would kill a dragon <laughs> type thing. So you guys had all met back up late that night, decided to call it a night. Woke up the next morning, was having breakfast and everything else, uh, a late breakfast, more like almost close to brunch, having a conversation, filling in each other on your wild adventures of what you guys learned about the various activity. Uh, and at some point in the conversation, you guys notice the sounds of the, of the kitchen from Danica, who is the new chef for the manor, had stopped, and Gerald, who's sort of the big knuckle dragon i lift things up i put them down type guy makes a good bouncer but also makes a good good overall just cleaning crew we need to clean under the bed lift the bed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lift the bed okay it's clean uh you know you know they just they were no longer around all of a sudden and you look up and you notice that for the middle of the day the manor had seemed very dark it's almost as if you know, somebody put black curtains up over all the windows. At that time, as you guys all looked around, the fire was dim. And that's when Kyle sort of looks up from the fire pit, looks over at you, and you see these black shadows 
slink out from the wall. And we ended the episode with uh, Bowden going, oh, hey, we got customers. Let let me get them uh, some menus. And when he realized they weren't customers. Bum, bum, bum. So that is the catch up of where we've been. So uh, before we roll into tonight's fun adventures, any questions? I don't know where to start. Roll initiative. <laughs> Sounds like well, it's where it's heading fast. Right, that's his line. That's my line, but you can use it. <laughs> well, if you have questions as 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 the night progresses, don't hesitate to. It's been a while, so we'll we'll get started. So yes, that, that as, was a very solid summary. Well done. So, and that's why I keep all my notes for all the shows I post. <laughs> Bowden's like, I don't remember any of this, but whatever you said, it <laughs> works. I, I remember sit, it all. It's, it's not revisionist sit. history; it's DM history. It's always DM history. <laughs> so as our illustrious Adrock said, roll initiative. All of us? All yeah. of us. Yeah. You have four shadows that have appeared around each of you that are closing in in a dimly, in your dimly lit tavern. So is that 16 shadows or just four? It, I rolled an eight. <laughs> it is technically just four shadows because your shadows, because of the lack of light in there, don't appear to be there. So would you call this foreshadowing? <laughs> oh, never mind. It, that, that was last week. Now it is <laughs> shadowing. <laughs> shadowing. And we can't afford eight shadowing, though. So I've got the map pulled up inside of uh, Roll20, if you guys want to see where you're at. Are the spooks the shadows? The spooks are the shadows. So yeah. we're sitting at a table, and we're two, two by two facing each other, and there are four shadows appeared around us. Yep. And when I mean shadows, they're like, you look at them and like, these are black night shadows. You know, like, like I said, even the firelight that Kyle's sort of, you know, the, the fire that always burns in the fire pit, Kyle's just sort of laying there. He sort of pops his head up when he, when the shadows just sort of roll out from the, as it's almost as if they stepped away from you guys. <laughs> Kyle says, I'm taking my plot armor and getting the heck out of here. That <laughs> was smart. I only rolled a six for initiative. All right. I rolled an eight. I got a 16. And Adrock? 14. Okay, let's see what they got. They got a 17. Who, All right. who, who has the least hit points among us? Adrock? I have 45 of 53. You're supposed to go up to full. Yeah. 42, 42 for me. Yeah, make sure you guys are all reset for a long rest. Which tells you everything you need to know about tonight. <laughs> um, I'm 48. Dragonborn. Do it Werewolf again. Dragonborn. Yeah. Ooh, I need to pull out my creepy scales, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I still okay. have a giggle every once in a while about uh when when or uh when uh Adrock was like, Are you PMSing in the middle of the game? And I was indeed not, I was turning into a werewolf. <laughs> that that was funny. I would submit that functionally there's no difference between the two. Yeah. I so would- these shadows, with that being said, <laughs> <laughs> there's some things I'm not willing to get rigged over the coals by. <laughs> uh, let me go into my log so I can actually see your guys' rolls. You see the shadows rise up, look at you guys. Without hesitation, strike. They each go after you guys. Okay. Um, Eat cats. If the computer would cooperate with me. Give it a second. There we go. All right, that gives me some information about who they are. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll just go, we'll just start down alphabetical order. Adrock, you are first. Oh, did they do their, their turns? They're starting yes. their turn right now. Uh, I had a 14. They have a 17. Oh, you meant it's not my turn to go, it's their turn to beat the shit out of me. Yeah, so they oh, reach okay. out and swing with a, they, they swing their dark shadowy form at you. Uh, there are dementors. Yeah, <laughs> we can tell who's the Harry Potter fan and who's the Lord of the Rings fan, right? <laughs> Nineteen. Yeah, I'm going to assume that. Hit. Yeah, that hits. So, eight points of damage. What and kind of damage? Necrotic damage. As the as the dark shadow swings into you and touches your bare skin, you feel the energy drain away from you, and in oh. doing so, ooh, nasty. Actually, I'll ask you this. Would you like me to roll the D4 or would you like to roll the D4? I'll let you roll it. Okay, well, I rolled a four, so your strength is reduced by four for now. Ugh. <gasps> All right. The next one. Bowden. 
Oh, I got a 22 to hit you. <laughs> you managed it. All right. I was like, <laughs> going through 10 cans is pretty tough. Uh, 10 points of necrotic damage as the, as the shadowy form reaches out and touches, reaches through your armor and touches your bare skin. Would you like to roll the d4? Uh, no save? No save. Yuck. Uh, you want to roll the d4 on me? I got it. Okay. Oh, wait. Not two of them. And don't roll two. Yes. Your strength is only reduced by one. All right. Is there a way to put in a temporary? Uh, let's see. I think there should be. Chipmunk. They got a 16 to hit you. Good Lord. These guys are in a bit of house tonight. Oh, boy. Eight points of necrotic damage. And would you Eight. like me to? Yes. <laughs> and would you like to roll the D4? Or would you like me to? You, please. Uh, one point to your strength. Reduced. Okay. Reduced. And last but not least, our dragonborn werewolf. <laughs> I don't like that. that. <laughs> For some reason, as it swings at you, you notice as you sort of stand up and back away, the chair sort of gets the chair that you're sitting on sort of miraculously winds up blocking the swing of the shadow, and it has no it it goes wide of you. He rolled a natural one. <laughs> well your giggle made me worry that he like rolled a, a nat 20 there i was like this is either good or bad i don't know which but he did right. roll so sorry guys no they were oh, they had to roll bad sometime Bowden, it is your go Woohoo! first is thing he... i lean over to chip tap her on hey. the shoulder tap him on the shoulder there you go laddie yeah. the street the the protection the protection of bahamut is with you that would be a um uh, crap. That's something. <laughs> uh, protection from good and evil. All right. I feel it. Tag that is is cast. May or may not. Basically, the best I think the best it'll do in this instance is give them disadvantage on trying to attack you. I'll, I'll look it up while you're doing that, but I believe so. Yeah. Do I yep. need to modify anything? No, nah, it'll just be some. Be it. You'll just have to remind me that I have disadvantage to strike you. Yeah. Is it yep. just this, for one turn? Nope. There, uh, Chip also can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed. Yeah, until spin, one willing creature is touched and is protected from certain types of, yep, creatures, aberrations, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead. Mm. So, um, creatures of those types have disadvantaged on attack rolls against you. So, remind me, anytime I'm attacking you, it's that I have to roll two dice and take the lesser of the, uh, lesser of the rolls. The lesser of two Ooh. evils. I feel like a T-Rex with long arms. <laughs> they also can't charm you they can't frighten you or possess you <laughs> oh, which is easy to do uh, there's no reason I can't cast two spells if I've got a bonus action that can try, that can try to spell right uh, what level spell was that the first one I cast was a, a, a one so the second spell you can cast is basically you need to do it as a uh, a bonus action would be a, a I've only got one spell that'll do that. It's spiritual weapon. Yeah, it's a bonus action, so that's a level. That's a cantrip, right? Uh, level two. Yeah. No, you. You. The spell has to be lower than the spell you cast originally. Then how about I cast this one first? <laughs> okay. But can you cast the other one as a bonus action? No. Then you can't do it that way. I thought you could cast a bonus action in any any doing. Uh, you don't have to do a bonus as a reaction or anything else like that. No, you, just, a, you can bonus, cast a bonus at any time. Bonus action you can, but spells, but certain spells can only be cast. Certain spells specifically say they can only be cast as bonus actions. Okay. Or or can be cast as bonus actions. So all spells require actions to do it, but certain ones allow you to uh, cast them as either a bonus action or an action. Right. And so. spiritual weapon is one bonus action. Correct, but it's a higher level spell than what you already cast. Okay. So it it need, it, it needed to go first. Correct. Okay, so I, I'll let you do it that way, but just understand that. Oh no, no, I, I, yeah. I'll do it right the next time. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Well, I don't think this will do anything. I can swat. Wait, let's see. I've taken an I've taken an action. Correct. I can. I can do two. It's, okay, it's been so long. Am I done for my aggressive actions now? Well, you've done your action, so the action's used up. If you cast a spiritual weapon, you get your bonus action, so that's used up. The only thing you have left is movement. Okay, that's what I thought. And I can't, well, I can't do the bonus action, so I'm done. 
Okay. Well, you can still drink a potion. You can still, yeah. you know, yeah, stuff like that. Other actions, but no yeah. martial stuff. Correct. Carry on. Uh, with that being said, Adrock, you are up. Awesome. I'm going to cast Ray of Frost uh, okay. at the one opposite or uh, catty corner to me at, at my okay. five o'clock. Okay. Actually, no, I'm going to cast it. I'm sorry. I'm going to cast it to the one at my seven o'clock. Okay. Does a 20 hit? 20 does hit. <laughs> and it does nine points of uh, frost damage. Cold damage. All right. So you see the ray of frost go out and it doesn't crystallize or do as much damage as you were hoping for. So they're resistant to that damage. So it takes half. So it takes four points of damage. Okay. And my my homunculus, my little sugar glider, uh, jumps up into the ceiling above them, into the rafters okay. above them. And that's his turn. Okay. And if if I need to if I don't tell him to do anything, he's gonna take the dodge action as his action. Okay. That's uh, my turn and his All turn. Right. Her turn. It's turn. You sure? Haven't de- haven't decided what it is yet. Okay, so these are shadows? These are pure shadows. I mean, they're dark. They're dark enough that you—they almost look solid. But you've noticed that as as they have st- struck your companions, that you sort of see wisp of smoke coming off them as they pass through them. Um, and Kelgrace, it is your go. Great. What would you like to do, Dragonborn? I was trying to figure that out because they're not solid. Just because creatures aren't solid in in the game doesn't mean you cannot hit them with various magical items and weapons across the board. So I have to remember and, what is magical now. Crap. So you can, in some cases, you can even hit these creatures, some cre- some of these uh, ephemeral creatures, even with non-magical items, and it still does some damage. Okay. Also, I think the first the first thing that happens here is that I uh, I, I need to, to go ahead and find a way to activate my my inner werewolf um because we are we are entering into battle and that seems a a good time to do that well that's Um, pretty much a bonus action for you okay so you start you shift into your natural or unnatural form however you would like to see it now yeah (laughs) i'm not sure um my 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 golden skills turn black there we go um turned black as the shadow you are facing yes uh don't hit me bro all right, so I'm gonna go for because we're we're really close to them. They're pretty much right there. They can reach out and hug like if they want right to. Right on us, yeah. Yep. Okay. All right, I'm gonna just grab my my rapier and see if I can slash anything. Go ahead. Give me a roll to hit. Sixteen plus five. Well is done. That's a good hit. All right. Uh, six points of piercing damage. Is your rapier magical? I don't remember. How would I know? It'll say like a plus one. It'll be, it'll either be a plus one or it'll be some type of, you know, rapier of light or something in your character sheet. So it's probably non magical. You notice that the. I don't think I have any magical, like, I just have my magical clothes and your bow. And my bow. Yeah. Um, You notice the rapier does affect the shadow and everything else as it Mm -hmm. tears some of the uh, smoke away from it, dissipates in the smaller shadow. Yeah. There's a. It, it fills itself back up, but it shrinks a little bit in the process. Chip, you were up. All did right. The, did the power of the internet take her away? Take him away. <laughs> I panicked for a second. My mute button was not responding. A2, mute day. Mute day. Well done. Um, so to the shadow figure at the top right corner, I yep. have my blade of the temple guardian. And I want to use it with Flurry of Blows. Okay. So, remember, you get your action. Flurry of Blows is also a bonus action. So you can technically attack three times. And this could all happen to the same... Yep. uh, Okay. So go ahead and roll me your first attack with your action. Okay. Eleven. You notice that the shadow creature, you know, sort of changes its form as your, your sword connects with nothing but air. Now give me uh, your first of two flurry of blows actions, attacks. You all see Chip stand up, draw his sword, and commence to swinging. Yeah, eight flurry of blows. Roll eight. 
That's the uh, there's another swing and a miss. Is it going to go for a full strikeout? One more. Nine. Oh, and it's three and out for Chip. Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> Chip, unfortunately, the shadow creature in front of you seems to be dancing back and forth on air currents that you just cannot get a hold of. With that being said, top of the order of round two, as the creatures come back in and attempt to engulf you guys, engulf each of you in shadow. Oh, gosh, engulf in shadow. I don't like that. Adrock, does a 19 hit you? Yes. Eight points of damage. Ow. Your strength is reduced by another three. Hey, Bojan. Yo. You didn't do, you only did your action, right? You didn't do any bonus action? Correct. Give me an intelligence check for your bonus action last round. Okay. Failed. Uh, what'd you roll? A one? A one. Never mind. Boated it. You and that, you and the Bodie thing. Yep. So. Got it out of, got it out of my system. Yeah, there you go. <sighs> All right. All right. Moving to Bowden. All right. Wow. 21. Uh, let's see. Just want to double check. Uh, there, there's, infinity, I can do that as a standard. Hmm? They're what, swinging, what? The, these guys are swinging at you. You just oh, hit you right. for a 21. Uh, Yeah, that hits. Take nine points of necrotic damage and reduce your strength by another one. Mr. Chip, who was swinging at the air, he's, the shadow decides to show you actually how to reach out and touch somebody with a natural 20. Ooh. You can roll two dice? I just doubled the dice for him. Gotcha. That's 16. That's 18 points of damage. Reduce <laughs> your strength by one. Oh, remember me. Was that was I don't I don't know if this makes roll a difference. But was that rolled with disadvantage? Oh no, it was not. Hold on, that natural twenty might go away, and it turns into a miss. Woo! Well done. Big details with its disadvantage and kill grace, and that is also a miss with a big whopping seven. Woo! My buff paid off. Yes, it did. <laughs> Uh it it took it took away a very nasty (laughs) effect thank you Bodhi. my pleasure Uh, adrock you are the top of the uh excuse me Bowden. you are the top of the battle order for the for the players correct so i can do a channel divinity followed by my uh uh spell the the bonus action spell yes yeah so first action i'm going to try and turn undead Pull out, pull out my my dragon icon and say, "Get away from us, you horrible beasts from the depths of darkness!" All right, it may not work, but we'll see. What is your um, fourteen spell DC? Fourteen. I'll just roll four dice. Let's see how wise these jokers are. Bowden, the shadow creature near in you puffs into smoke, and you see the tendrils just vanish away as it dissipates in the air. They're CR one half. Yep. Holy crap. Okay. <laughs> Chip. The creature in front of you does as follows suits with Bowden's and just vanishes into, into a black mist and, and floats away on the slight air currents within the tavern. Hmm. Two. And the other two successfully rolled above a 14. All right. 50% kill. <laughs> well, well done. All right. Followed by. <laughs> <laughs> just as if that wasn't enough. Uh, a dragon headed uh, great. Uh, hammer comes out of nowhere, and let's see which one's left. Okay, so you can put it right there next to Adrock. All right, so yeah, the old transparent weapon pops out, semi transparent weapon pops out, takes a swat at the one next to Adrock. Give me a roll. Uh, 13. Probably it's that it, the SWAT connect. You know, if it actually actually made a sound, you, you, you could swear you hear the resounding thump of the hammer hitting a solid form. Nice. Roll me damage. Eight points of damage. Nicely done. Adrock, you are up. You watch two of the shadows just sort of <laughs> move, vanish like like uh, smoke above a fire. And all of a Darn sudden, it. a glowing hammer appears next to you in Bowden and puts a pretty good hurting on the uh, dark shadow next to you. All right. So I have a magic crossbow, uh, and I'm going to shoot the one opposite me. Okay. Uh, not the one behind me, but the one opposite. Uh, at my eleven dis- o'clock, you won't be at disadvantage then. Yep. And why is that? Okay, here we go. Oh no, a nine to hit. You see the shadow sort of open up a hole, and you see the crossbow bolt pass through. All right, so I'm gonna <laughs> That's <just> take. Insulting. <laughs> I'm gonna take a. Um, I'm gonna do saving face, which is no action. Okay. 
you can gain a beat bonus equal to the number of allies you can see within 30 feet. That's three. So it should be a 12. And that's enough to hit. All right. <laughs> As you nice. notice that the uh, the hole he makes isn't big enough and the arrow catches him just slightly. Is that a uh, magical? It is. All right. And so it's full damage. Seven, seven damage. Nicely done. Well done. All right. And uh, question for you. Yeah. Um, the thing that's reducing my strength, is that a condition or is that just a, a consequence of the, the baddie? It's a, it's a consequence of the uh, successful strike of the uh, shadow. Okay. And that's my turn. All right. Chip, the creature in front of you just sort of whiffed uh, away into smoke. And you see yeah. only two of them left. So given they're now 10 feet away. Yeah, you can easily move. You get your movement to quickly engage them. Yeah, you could move to diag. You could do a five foot step just to get to this one over here. Oops. Where's my little probe thing? There it is. <laughs> you, do, you want to go to the, do you want to go uh, one that's Harry and Carol Grace or you want the one that's Harry and Adrock? Which I one vote, has? I, I would vote go towards Adrock because I haven't been hit yet. Okay, and I'll go to this the, one. Okay. Then that'll be the one bottom right. Uh, how about a I throw a dart at it because I get a range of 20 feet with a dart. You can throw the dart at it as well. Throw in the dart. Please don't hit me. <laughs> don't give him ideas. Adrock. <laughs> You'll notice that he's been he's been asking if we're using magic weapons, just FYI. Yeah. <laughs> Adrock, you feel something snag on your on your the, the shoulder of your shirt as the uh dart does no damage to the shadow, but does manage to stick into your the shoulder of your shirt with no damage to you. Ow. Yeah, but uh, that was his good shirt. <laughs> that was my fancy, fancy shirt. shirt. Yeah. Fancy shirt. Unfortunately, Chip, as you you spin to go get the other one, you you know, Adrock's moving, and you're like, nope, moving. Damn it, you moved in front of me. <laughs> Miss Goosey, Adrock. <laughs> Instead of photobombing you, he dart bombed you. Wasn't meant for you, I swear. Kelgrace, you are up. Okay, so is my is back my in uh, black. fire breath magical? Yes. It's considered magical. Okay. Everything about you is magical. <laughs> Aww. Okay, so I'm thinking I'm just going to turn to the one by me and, and release the fire. Okay. So when I do that... Don't be surprised if the ghostly bartender punches you in the face, though. Three damage. Three damage. He's got to roll a dodge, which I don't think they're very good at. Well, it might be better. What is your... I uh, 18, yeah. He successfully dodged out of the way, so he takes half damage of that, and he's also resistant, so he takes one point of damage total. And okay. Bowden screens, watch out for the ale! <laughs> so hey, uh, Kel Grace, give me throw. a give me a d20 roll. So hold on, the DC for the saving throw equals 8 plus your constitution modifier plus your proficiency bonus. So your proficiency bonus should be 2, so you're at 10 plus your constitution modifier, you're either at 13 or 14 total. It should yeah. be listed on your, on yeah. the uh, spell, yeah. it should tell you the exact number they need. Yeah. He rolled an 18 naturally, so... Okay. All right. Um, Fine. <laughs> I was trying. Kel Grace, give me a d20 roll, please. It, no. <laughs> Saving throw for the bar? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> 11. So you see as your flame engul you know, spreads out over the uh, table you know, that's behind you and the wall and everything else, you see the flames don't really ignite anything but you do see him curl up and burn and blacken a few things you're like yeah you know what i'm in a i'm, not, I'm in a place that's kind of flammable mm. <laughs> yeah mm. whatever translation not my place <laughs> yep <laughs> but they did make you part owner i know it's like hey it's true it's true <laughs> all right adrock the one goes after you is it gonna buy, buy me dinner first at least nope and it's uh Contemplating its life choices as it swings high above you. Contemplating its afterlife choices. Yep. <laughs> Kel Grace, this one comes up and tries to give you a bear hug. Okay. Mommy. 23. <laughs> yeah, well, slightly hits. You feel it wrap its cold, dead, shadowy arms around you for six points of damage and reduces your strength by three. I'll be the little spoon. <laughs> that is the creature's go. Bowden, you're back to you. All right, uh, another SWAT with the old spiritual hammer. Okay, uh, the one on uh, Adrock. Yep, that would be a twenty-one. That should hit. Oh, yeah, that that like I said, it almost sounds like a resounding bell in your mind, even though you you hear no sound when the when the hammer hits the shadow. Wrong his bell. 
for seven points of damage. Nicely done. Anybody looking particularly hurt at the moment? Yeah, the one you just hammered. You can see the shadow. You can all the shadows it, become transparent. So, I, I was thinking about anybody I have an emotional investment in as most as opposed to the enemies. <laughs> well, just describing the battlefield for you. Oh, okay. At, yes, please. Proceed. <laughs> Atrock, you are up. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm gonna once again take a uh crossbow bolt, the same one I attacked previously. One next to Kelgrace. And that is a 17. That's a good solid hit. And that is eight points of magical piercing damage. That is a wonderful hit for that one. You see a whole large chunk of the shadow sort of get torn or ripped away the shoulder as it tries to fill back in the spot that the magical bolt took away. And you hear that resounding thud as the bolt sticks in the wall behind it. Chip. And that is my turn. Yep. Excuse me, not Chip. Kelgrace is your go. Uh, Can I use? No, Kelgrace. I had an eight, you had a six. I think we mixed it up last time. That's fine. That's my fault. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. okay, so my short bow is magical, but he's like right there. Yeah, you would so attack I... at disadvantage. That's what I thought. You have claws. I do have claws. Are they magical claws if I'm using my hybrid claw? Yes, because you are cursed. <laughs> I can do that. Okay. All right, so I'm going to use my hybrid claw. That was fabulous. Um, uh, oh, oh, one plus two. Since since Bowden's <laughs> since Bowden said don't hurt the ale, you immediately grab the two mugs of ale that are on the table and realize like, and you throw you throw one of the mugs at Bowden. <laughs> there you go, oh. buddy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's a complete opposite of what I said. <laughs> Chip, you're up. Would you like to? I'd like to move start? around. You want to move around to the. One on Kelgrace or Adrock? Adrock. Move into a flanking position so you can gain advantage on him? Yes. And uh, what would you like to do? I want to keep trying my way to the Temple Guardian. All right. Go ahead and roll me a strike. Here we go. That's a good solid yeah. hit for the blade. <laughs> As you swing the blade in, that's there should be some bonuses to that one. What's your str- uh, Well, your strength's been reduced. So anyways, doesn't matter. As you bring your blade out and swing... First, you know, from the from your hip up to your shoulder and coming back to with across the X, you see the shadow just vanish into a mist in front of you. <sighs> Son of a gun. And then and then there was one. The one that's right next to me. That is correct. Woo! It's gonna give you another warm, actually chilling embrace, embrace there, Kelgrace. Mm-hmm. Eighteen to strike you. Okay. Seven more points of damage and reduce your strength by four. Ouch. If any of you guys go to zero on strength, please let me know. <laughs> but with that being said, Bowden, it is your go. All right. Swoosh goes the spiritual hammer. Whack. Swing goes the spiritual hammer. Thud move, goes the spiritual hammer. <laughs> 22. Move it 15. You swing and hit. And max damage, 11 points. The spiritual hammer seems to, when it strikes him, seems to make it make the ethereal form come solid. See the hammer come down through it, catch it on the top of the head, push it all the way to the ground, and it's like a big ink splat on the ground for a moment before it just vapors away. Well, that was obnoxious. <laughs> I, I, I go around the corner. All right, who seated them? <laughs> you 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 step out, you know, say that out loud. You like there's nobody else in the in the in the tavern, and you notice it's you get no response from the kitchen either. Uh oh. Oh, good. Are we still under initiative? No, you guys aren't under initiative. Okay. Run into the kitchen. Yeah. You're in the kitchen. You see Gerald laying on the floor. You can see the back door is partially ajar. Is Gerald unconscious or uh currently at zero? You take a moment to you take a moment to check. He's just unconscious. Okay. Okay. I go I start running around the uh I make sure he's okay and then start running around to make sure there's that everybody else is okay. Yeah, so you find both Gerald and you find Danica. Danica laying on the steps as if she's been knocked in. You know, she's unconscious as well, laying on the steps, leading out to like where you guys take the trash out, things like that, and get deliveries. Okay, looks like they both they struck both your workers before they went in to finish finish you off I'll, unsuccessfully. I'll, pick, I'll pick them up and carry them in and and put them in bed and yeah. uh, use whatever sort of medicine I can on them. I got yeah. a good medicine roll. Just give me a medicine check for both of them. That'd be a 21. Yep. You realize that it probably wasn't the shadow creatures that got them. They both have some type of 
small knot in the on either the back or the side of the head, so it looks like something struck them that wouldn't, you know, that was actual physical to knock them out. Hmm. Interesting. So somebody came in and unleashed these things on us, perhaps. Great. Good deduction. All right. I will step back. I've done a bunch of stuff. As you guys, you know, check out your your workers and everything else, make sure they're okay and, and breathing. Uh, just for game mechanics, after a short rest or long rest, your strength will return to normal. Ah. Well, it's not permanent, so so you can make a note of that. You do notice that all Wait, you know. What you said, short rest or long rest, which short is it either? Or, short or long rest does not matter. Okay. The strength will return to you guys after either one of the rests. Okay. But you notice as you guys are having a discussion, uh, you guys are helping out Danica and you're helping out Gerald. You notice that the darkness in the tavern suddenly lifts as the as light comes pouring back into all your windows. I look out an outside window. Do I see something strange, like some hooded hooded evil figure slinking away, <laughs> chortling? Give me an investigation. Give me either an investigation or perception. Your choice. Oh, I'll definitely do perception. Okay. That would be a 20-something. 21. Uh, you look out. It's middle of the week in Waterdeep. Busy day. People going back and around. But, you know, as you're looking out the windows, something does catch your eye that's out of place on the windowsill. And you see a small stone um, sitting on the windowsill. And as you look at a couple of the other windows, uh, you notice each of, the, each of those windows on the sill has a small stone that you have no idea why it would be there to begin with. Hey, Ardrock, you know this kind of crazy thing. What do you what do you make of this? They look like stones to me. Uh, let me uh, do an Arcana check to see if they're uh, magical. Uh, and I got an eleven. Okay, they were definitely magical at one time. You can see as you you go out pick up one of the stones, you can see the uh, marks of glyphs and a few other things that. Definitely identify it with that role as a, a necromancy spell that was placed on the stone. Only lasts a very short time. Wouldn't last more than 10 minutes once it was activated. Is this the same folks that have been raising the dead? Are they back for more? They not like us? Well, they pretty much... Let's see, did we... We encountered them when we dropped off... Uh, when we... When the, the werewolf ended up at home. We, did, we weren't exactly subtle. <laughs> when we uh you take we that back we're always subtle <laughs> so they definitely could have identified that that was us so if if it was them doing a a, a, retrib a retributive strike i wouldn't be surprised so you do realize that someone or something went around and put basically a magical stone that cast shadows they put evil rocks on our windowsills what what can we do with these rocks to make sure that they don't come back? Throw them away. Okay, <clears throat> let's do it. <laughs> Put them in their recycle. Leave them there. <laughs> Reduce, reuse, recycle. Right there, you go. Give him the give him give him the ad rock. He's using he uses rocks all the time. I do end up using rocks all the time. You get eight rocks. Woohoo! <laughs> About golf ball size for reference. Treasure list, eight rocks. <laughs> I don't like to brag, but this is kind of golf ball size for reference. Hey, I want rocks too. <laughs> Adrock's getting all the rocks. <laughs> Bowden, you I hear... Have lots of jokes. Yes, lots of jokes. Bowden, you hear, and only Bowden. Bowden, this is Alexa. We need to meet at 1616 Knickerbocker Lane at sundown two nights from now. You can reply to this message. What what did they say at the very beginning? I I I missed it. Uh, I'll repeat it. So you hear in your head, Bowden, this is Alexa. Ah, we need we need to meet at sixteen sixteen Knickerbocker Lane at sundown two nights from now. You can reply to this message. I believe we'll be there. And I pull out a piece of paper and write it down because I have <laughs> really really bad memory for that kind of stuff. So you you guys are going on. We're supposed to meet Alexis at sixteen sixteen Bunny Hopper. No, that's not right. Uh. Cobble blopper, no crud, knickerbocker lane. That's it. At sundown in two days. What? I got a message in my brain, and it wasn't the kind I usually get in the mornings. Uh, Don't ask. You heard her in your head, and she just invited you. I think it was for all of us. Uh, it, maybe she's surrendering. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is this a trap? 
Probably. <laughs> well, uh. For you non-magic users, that's a, there's a spell called sending, is what she used to communicate with somebody she knows the name of. And since right. Bowden had the most conversations with her. She knows Bowden's name. Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, it is about the middle of the day. You guys have... Not had a good brunch. No. Had not really had a good brunch. You've noticed that Kel Grace has definitely blackened the uh, walls of your favorite little... Uh, Sorry. The, the Your guys is sort of like your private hangout for the, uh, for the area and... Isn't know. that like you can decorate wood that way, though? Like, yeah. There's a special I, way to decorate wood. I mean, really, it's an enhancement. So is there anything you guys would like to do? Or do we fast forward to the meeting with Alexa? Um, I need a short rest. Two days. So we get a two full, two full long rest. Yeah, you two guys will recover. You guys okay. will definitely recover your. Okay. Unless I you guys want to go. Pick, sure can... Unless you guys want to go out there and just pick a random fight with a, a water Davian. Not, not particularly. Okay. Nope. And, and I can eat. I've got enough. I've got enough healing spells over two days to be able to yeah. to be at full at full rack on the second day and get us all healed up. So don't forget, after a long rest, any hit points you're down pretty much are recovered. Okay. Too. So I mean, you guys are pretty much good to go. So if you guys don't have any agenda or anything else, we'll fast forward to. Uh... Um, before we fast forward, can we just very quickly talk about the fact that the last time I was around Alexa. You guys found out I was a werewolf because she could partially-ish control me. So we want to make a plan for that? Yes. I also okay. want to make a plan for the fact that I don't have a plus one weapon and I had to work off my spiritual weapon only. So. Okay. So do I hear. I don't uh, have a plan. Where does one buy a plus one weapon? Where There's a bunch buy? of crazy shops downtown. I don't know if they'd actually have one, but worth couldn't hurt to ask. Kel Grace, you do know of a couple different magical shops that actually sell. Um, well, you've been in Waterdeep the longest. I know. Um, I, I was excited about this. I get to share my knowledge of yes. that shop on that street. Yeah. Come on, you, buddy. We can walk there. All right. Okay. So, Kel Grace, you do know that shop. He's sort of like more of an eccentric collector of stuff because people, you know, can't pay their debts and everything else. But you know, there's. <laughs> Besides that, there's also other legitimate. Um, I wouldn't say legitimate, but other shops that other, you have other options out there other than just that one. So as you head over to the one shop, lead them over to the uh, one shop. What are you, what in particular are you looking for as you enter the uh, den? I want a warhammer that can hit ghosts. You want a warhammer that can hit ghosts? The gentleman sort of looks Not at you. Specific at all? Yeah, <laughs> he's like don't really have much of a need for that but it's like let me take a look around see what i might have for you so your friend comes back Kel grayson looks at him and he's like yeah i don't really have much of that type of stuff but he goes uh he's not too far from here there's a another gentleman by the name of you know there's another shop guitar's weaponry might be a better place for you to find uh what you're looking for okay all so, right thank you appreciate your time so you guys get up there real quick you know, it takes you about 15 minutes of walking. You get over there. It doesn't take you long to find the shop because the decorations of it are a little bit garish in comparison to the other buildings, sort of like bright colors, like purple and gold and things like that. <laughs> Bowden shutters. <laughs> <laughs> and right next to it, you can see the uh, active working of a um, an ironsmith. You know, a uh, forge, excuse me. That's what it oh, is. Oh, okay. Got something yeah. I can focus on. <laughs> yeah. And you go walking in, the bell sort of rings, and you see a, a small figure pop its head up behind the desk and everything. He's got these big googly-eyed, like, goggles on. And you see a gnome sort of pop up and look at you guys. And he goes, oh, hey, customers. And you see him. It's kind of funny because when he jumps up, when he stands up, he almost looks like he's a normal height gnome because a normal height for a human because when he stands up, he's half of him's already, you know, above his waist is already over the uh, counter. You see him sort of hop over and you see him float. Do you guys almost like think of like a hoverboard? Sort of rides over to you and goes, Hey, good day, Mr. Dwarf. Good day. Good day. That's uh, a cool toy. Oh, it helps me get around and helps me reach the tall stuff on the on the tall on the top of the shelves. That's I stuff on the brilliant. shelves. He goes, What can I do? He's like, What brings you into brings you into Rotar's shop? 
we got attacked by shadowy things and this 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 weapon well it's a good solid weapon just doesn't do anything for the things of the depth it just passes right through them ah you're looking for something that will actually hit a ghost uh, (laughs) yeah hit a ghost (laughs) well uh you simply want another hammer if you're just looking for a straight hammer we'll just we could move through it but he shows you a couple different items he brings you over to the weapons rack and they've got a fairly good collection and everything else so you know he looks at you and he's like um there's like three different hammers that are hanging the wall that pretty much attract your attention yep all good solid hammers and everything else and uh one's got nice heavy like dragon wings sitting on it another one's Ooh. got a uh several different on the sides of the hammer several different like skulls carved into it you can see there are different races and then you've got a very just very plain one nondescript they all have nice leather wraps wooden wooden hefts and uh leather straps for uh retaining strap hey tell me about the plain one he goes good solid hammer he goes you don't have to worry about anything uh this thing won't miss on uh swinging anything that the nasty creatures that roam out there in the wilds and everything else especially the uh non-magical ones or not the non-magical ones especially the ones that don't want to stay dead ah okay let's see undead is it so he's basically saying it will so basically the mechanics wise it will give you advantage to strike undead any any creature that has a undead rate ranking to it and it's a plus one hammer nice and what about the dragony one oh the the one with the dragon wings those uh that one's to help uh keep the flyers on the ground oh Oh, what's that called oh yeah oh what's the spell called earthbind when you strike a flying creature uh it must make a saving throw at your at your current save value for spell magic. If it fails, it takes the effect of the Earthbind spell. Nice. Okay. That is what he explains to you. All right. Well, I gotta tell you, I know that weapons of these of this of this quality usually doesn't transact with coin. There's usually, you know, nobody carries around enough money typically to buy one of these babies. <laughs> you'd be surprised at people that I uh I see from time to time that want to carry some coin in here. Ah, good point. That being said, what what's 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 it gonna run me? <laughs> he goes, it'll uh it'll run run you about eight hundred gold. All right. First off, I'm gonna check deception to see if he's trying to pawn something he something obviously cursed onto me. Uh so you're doing insight. Okay. Nineteen. So he's definitely being a salesman. Yes. Um, and you're getting the impression that you know he wants to see what you're willing to pay and there might be some wiggle room in it. Okay. But other than that, without you being able, without you doing Arcana check or anything else on the on the item, sort of got to take him for what his what his word says about what it is. Okay, so it seems like he's playing being a straight shooter about him. Okay, yeah. You also the other thing too is you know they're running. You can tell it's a this isn't like some backwoods alley type business so that you that people down the luck go to do stuff. This has a storefront and everything else. So there's probably a reputation here too that they've got to maintain. All right. What can you do for a man that while he has the ability to accumulate cash does not have 800 coin on him at the t- at the moment? Yeah. Roll me a persuasion check. That's where I was heading. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be a 13. Okay. All right. Not great. He goes, well, he goes, see that you're a man of the cloth or excuse me, a dwarf of the cloth. My apologies. Good dwarf. <laughs> he goes, no offense taken. He goes, I get, a, I get a lot more of the tall folk in here than I do of uh, the shorter statue. You don't see many people out here. Walk, you don't see many of your friends kind of running around here either. So, uh, you know what? Maybe I can cut you a bit of a deal and uh, how about we say 500 gold? All right. Now, straight up, I don't think any of us have anything more than like, let's see, how much money do I have? I have like 74 gold. I have 224 <laughs> gold. What? I have 224 gold. Yeah. I have 48 gold and 447 silver. Yeah, I got tons of silver, but I've only got 74 gold. I'm hey, Kilgrace. I was hey. like, how, much, how much silver do you have, Kilgrace? Uh, none. None? <laughs> I, am, I am broke. Gotcha. So I've got roughly the equivalent of 150, roughly, gold in cash. He's like, well, it's that, that'll complicate things and everything else, and... uh. He's like, well, you know what? He goes, my, he goes, the proprietor will be back in a little bit. Why don't you, um, 
don't you come back this afternoon? Why don't you come back later, uh, closer to dinner time, and uh, maybe we can work something out. Kind of have to keep it about about where it's at, unfortunately. I appreciate that. Like I said, if there's if there's things that need to be done, I'm I'm more than capable of. Won't do oh. anything that hurts people. But if you need if you need something found or you need a reagent or something like that, what are those weird things that you guys are always asking for? I could probably get it for you. Well, that is very good to know. But uh, like I said, come back. Come back when Matira's when Matira's here, and uh, I'm sure he could work out something with you. All right, appreciate it. I'll check back in with you later. Yep. How about the rest of you? Is there anything in particular you guys want to do? No, I just want to figure out how to not be controlled by Alexa. How to not be controlled by Alexa? Okay. But I don't know where to start with that. So. Gotcha. Here we are. Bodhi comes home. Go, comes home and starts running his hands through the uh, creases in the in the uh, couch. <laughs> mm-hmm. While Bodie's back in there doing that, Rainier walks in with you guys. Walks in, and is like, "Oh, hey, you're all here. Long time no chat. How you been? Great. You like uh, like what the you like what we're doing and about the you know while you guys are there and everything else, you guys can hear some of the workers going on, fixing stuff on the outside, moving things around, painting crew outside as well. You've so done guess, a great, go- you've done a great job, but we've still got spooks. <laughs> still got spooks." I thought you said the poltergeist was friendly. Oh, he is, but the other ones aren't so much. Sorry, busy. <laughs> scoot, 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 looking through cushions. <laughs> so, Radir looks at you, Chip, and Adrock. What is wrong with him? We don't know. Both Adrock and Chip sort of stare at Radir like, yeah, we don't know. <laughs> Just let him be him. Just let him be him. Okay, well, I can... Tell him about the shadows that attacked us. <laughs> Spooks. Honestly, we have no idea what he's talking about. Ah, done. Just a copper. <laughs> Maybe upstairs. Trump, 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 Trump. Is he looking for? <laughs> is looking? Is, is Bowden looking for lost coin that is uh, that the patrons have dropped in the tavern or something? I wish I could say no. He's been licking the debased coins, the ones with lead in them. <laughs> debased coins. <laughs> oh he's like okay well uh found one but i'm not gonna reach my hand in there to get it nope <laughs> it's, oh, no. it's, a, it's in the privy <laughs> renier's like okay guy he's like well i was just coming over to check over the progress and see uh and since you guys are here you know get an update see how you guys have been see if there's anything i do to help you all right trump 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 come downstairs all right let's see what i got i found five more coppers Added to what I had before, that gets me exactly half a gold piece closer to the 500 I need. Well, that's not going to do any good at all. Okay, Bowden. <laughs> Rainier chuckles and he looks over at, uh, he yells for Gerald. He's like, hey, bring me some of that, you know, bring it, bring, bring a couple glasses of ale out or more. Like, what are you trying to do, Bowden? <laughs> not that I'm not entertained watching a dwarf scrounge for copper. <laughs> we got, I told you, we got attacked by spooks. And my, my, my weapon just wouldn't do a thing with them. You can tell. And I said, well, I had that nice hammer that uh, Adrock made for me, but he had to take that back because of wizardy things. Yeah. So I need to get something to replace it. Ah, <laughs> you need something that'll hit creatures that are beyond just being, that are outside the mortal realm. Right. Yeah. I think that'd be a good investment on my part to help out with. Oh, I can't do that. Nope. I can't take charity. <laughs> uh, I'm not taking. Give it to us. We'll buy it. We'll give it to him. Then it's not charity. <laughs> That's not charity. It's not charity to begin with. It's an investment in uh, our partnership because you guys like to seem to go off and get in all sorts of trouble. And I need you all around. Long story short, Rainier is like, if you guys need a magical weapon, Rainier will front the cash for it. Oh, nice. So well, you I'm get... not gonna. I'm not gonna secure yeah, anything nice. that is anything bigger or worse than I need here. I'm not gonna. Okay. I'm not. I don't want to. I don't want to put you out. Uh, understood. So if you guys are looking for basic plus one hand weapons, they're there for you. So Bowden, you get your plus one hammer. Woo-hoo. You have a hammer daddy. I got hammer daddy. daddy. It's like a sugar daddy, but for hammers. <laughs> Does anybody else need to take a moment to uh, enjoy Rainier's generosity? Probably. Yeah. What would you What would you like? I see a lot of plus ones popping up around the party. <laughs> Blink, 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 blink. 
Well, I mean, I Chip, you already have a magical longsword. Are you looking for a, a ranged weapon? So, bottom <laughs> line, to in, instead of to we instead of taking time out of the the this, go ahead and pick out a nothing more than a uncommon magical weapon, either melee or range, that you guys would like to add to your inventory. And Rainier, what's the bill for all Ooh, four of you? Uh, uncommon. Uh, it could be up to uncommon. The the I, I got the uh, the warhammer the 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 basic one the the yeah. undead striker okay does it have a name no they don't it's not named well, I mean I, is it I, a, I will I will add it to the uh, I'll add it to the D and D beyond I'll build it and put it in D and D beyond shortly okay you'll have it for next time I need a melee weapon so what type of weapon I mean you get to pick the weapon pick out what type of weapon you want it'll be a plus one yeah. weapon so. I, recognizing that in in my real life I I deal with the opposite of weapons I I don't actually know what to pick. So you have a rapier is what you use. So you use what? Yeah. I mean, what would you like your character to carry as a weapon? A long sword, a hammer, a axe, a you know? Oh. Yeah. Do you want to carry dagger? Do you want to be a double dagger wielding? Uh, I already have they, double daggers. Are they? But they're not magical. So you want to have? But they're like, not magical. Two, you want to have two magical daggers? Yes, please. There you go. You got two magical plus one daggers. Excellent. Kelgr, uh, not Kelgris, good lord. Chip. Yeah. <laughs> You've got your magical long sword or magical sword for, uh, you got a very valuable sword as you realize it is a, not technically a relic, but somewhat close to a relic for uh, Temple and everything else. You know, you like to throw darts and everything else, and you do realize that they do have like a, uh, so do you, are you looking for like a ranged weapon now that has, gives you yes. a little bit of magical edge? Okay. Yeah. So they've got a bandolier, and I'll have to add this as well. It's a bandolier of darts. They're magical in the fact that the bandolier holds eight darts, and after a long rest, the darts are all recharged with the bandolier for you. Love it. So you basically cannot run out of you. I mean, you can run out of darts per day, but you you yes, it it works not to have to replace them. Does mm. she does she get the ability to recover them after a throw or do they just no, sort of dissipate they're, they're gone they're, they're gone okay once you throw them they're gone but you have eight to use okay eight to use each day how do i find those and manage inventory i will add them to your inventory oh. i've got awesome. them i've got certain things set to private that i've got to unlock so i don't run afoul of copyright things Excellent. <laughs> somebody's attacking Kelgrace. what the heck What's Kelgrace being attacked for now? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, it's a cre- it's a creature. <laughs> it's a speedy creature. Attacking me. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, we're ch- we're trying to figure out how to make my daggers magical. And uh, if my if no, my j- just um, go into your inv- just go into the inventory and pick up plus one daggers. It'll be easier than making them magical. Or I can do them later too. I can add them later. Okay. So plus one dagger. That's yeah. what he just said: is to go in and get a plus one dagger. Yeah, it'll be easier. Okay. Um, what I did not realize until I was just looking through stuff more. So sorry, my bad. Sorry. But I'll know for next time. Is uh, I have two weapon fighting. So, so what that uh, allows you to do is make. I can use both my magical daggers. Right. So you use time. the offhand. You can use both magical daggers. You make two attacks. You make the offhand attack with a bit of a penalty, but you basically get two attacks with your daggers. Right. So next time, Gabbert. And we'll wait. And if Gortok wants, or not Gortok, good lord. If Adrock wants something, Adrock, do you want something? He says no. Okay. He wants a rock. He wants a rock. He's got several rocks. <laughs> they said you want a rock. A rock. He, he's already collected yeah, several you want rocks. A rock? Okay. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and fast forward to you guys making your way. Two, you know, it's now two nights later. It's now Adrock, sundown. It's sixteen, yeah, sixteen, Knickerbocker yeah, Lane. Exactly. But also for uh, Kelgrace and yeah, Kelgrace and Adrock, they realize that the ball slash party slash ball that they've been invited to is now only three nights away. So you guys managed to make your way into the into the Seaward District. Into you know, you guys weren't really sure where you're going, but you you guys managed to find your way into the district, find Knickerbocker Lane and go there but you're moving into like a residential district houses somewhat the sea ward's a bit of a nicer area got a more well-established you know some of that the the single family homes have space between them so they got a little bit of a yard and everything else as you move down the the lane looking for the address you notice one of the gentlemen that you've seen before and almost had to fight before 
you've met them in the uh that magical mansion is standing out front in sort of almost waiting like a like a door guard waiting for somebody to come up and as he sees you he raises his hand sort of wave to acknowledges the four of you moving towards him way back yeah and uh as you guys approach he opens the gate and doesn't say anything it just sort of bids you you know waves you in everything else you're looking at a well-appointed house uh somebody it's two stories be equivalent to what we see a bit of a victorian style on the outside somewhat you know, very nice and appointed uh whoever resides here is definitely on the upper middle class is the best way to describe them and uh as you approach the front door it opens and uh allows you to see into a nice foyer that leads off to a couple different rooms and uh, uh one of the first rooms that you see besides the den that's in the front the parlor you look over and you can see there's a the dining room and there's an entire setup and spread laid out with a total of four six eight chairs in total you notice that at the i lean, I lean over to adrock say what you will about this lady but she knows how to put on a party <laughs> <laughs> you notice there is like when you're facing the table at the head of the table on the right from the head of the table there is a very nicely dressed mannequin and a very nicely done like a like a bright yellow dress with some nice blue trim uh some jewels around the necklace and everything else uh you take a you know at, at the glance and everything else you realize it's probably some type of like dress mannequin or something something that you'd actually put the dress on but Bowden, adrock and chip can all make me an intelligence check Oh, I'm so good at these. That's a solid seven. Six. <laughs> Thank God we brought Adrock. <laughs> Adrock, you recall the dress actually strikes strikes a chord in your memory, and you recall seeing that dress before. It was partially unfinished in Eric Melinda's his shop, A Stitch in Time. Hey, that's a callback right there. Yeah, on the opposite of that is a... That's right. That's around right, right. episode 10 or 11, right? I think so. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit of a callback. <laughs> On the opposite side, there is a dark shroud veil laid over the chair that is sitting. It's reminiscent of a veil that uh, somebody in mourning would wear. The next four, the next two chairs. So there's three chairs on each side. There's, you know, a chair at each, each head of the table at each side of the, uh, each short end of the table. The next two chairs coming towards you are both empty. So there's the head of the table is empty. The chair to the right has a mannequin in it. Uh, so that head, on the far side, the other one has a uh, dark veil on it. Four empty chairs. And then as you step around, you notice there's another mannequin with a big floppy, you know, big, big hat with a feather and everything else that this one gives you an instant recall of the first time you met or got to see. Actually, the, the first time you went and collected the bounty for the troll that you guys killed or helped the uh griffin rider kill mm -hmm. and as you turn the corner to see even more you as you look around the table you notice that there is a emblem of a station on one of the chest it's crudely created not real gold and everything else it's just almost like you know what you get to see and somebody who's put together a play that just wants to put it together to give them an idea but it's definitely the emblem of the magistrate of the north ward so there's a mannequin for each one of these? No, there's a mannequin for the, the magistrate of the North Ward. Yep. There's a mannequin for a mannequin and a dress from Melinda's Eric Melinda's shop. There is an empty chair with a black shroud that uh reminds you of a morning uh a, a, a shroud that you'd see people wearing at a wake mm -hmm. or a funeral. There are four empty chairs, and at the head of the table, which is opposite of where you guys are standing next to the mannequin with the the north the north ward emblem the chair is empty but it has a giant it's not a giant leather kit but it has a coat hanging over the back of the chair that you've seen before as and that one you've definitely seen on when you met alexa out at her uh magical mansion you've seen her wearing that and it's got alexa's coat sitting on that one and as the four of you standing there you hear footsteps coming from with the other entry point that can come into the room and the four of you are standing there and you hear well i'm surprised you made it i'm surprised you actually came please sit down and with that she moves to the front table and sets a book on it 
in front of her and says, dig in. Let's enjoy the meal. Much appreciated. And with, and with that, we'll bring this one to a close. <laughs> was that a, was that, what is it called? Feast? Something feast? The Hero's Feast? Yeah. No, it's not a Hero's Feast. It's uh, just a, it's a well, well-appointed spread. Bodhi says, look, it's free. It's a, if it's free, it's a, it's a, a free feast is the best kind of feast. <laughs> potentially poisoned piece, feast, but that's fine. I don't think that's her style, but maybe. <laughs> Do you think of Bowden as the gullible type? No. No, <laughs> not at all. Bowden's intelligence is not particularly high. Yeah. I, I, Wisdom's pretty well up there, but his intelligence is not that high. So I think of it more as a manifestation of him being more naive than anything else. And and just fundamentally trusting in the goodness of people. Aww. Well, it appears Adrock, Bowden, Chip, and Kelgrace are always up for a good meal, no matter the host. Why has Alexa invited our adventurers to dinner? I guess we'll have to wait and see until next time to find out. Thank you for listening to Smash, Loot, and Roll. Take care. <laughs>